Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Plum Wild Podcast. Uh, it's Wednesday, November 9th, 8th. Sorry, I got my days mixed up. Uh, I am Nathan Waddell, and as always, I'm joined in the booth by my best friend, Damian Kiefer. Good morning. So, tonight's episode is yet again presented by House of Speed. Um, whether you need sprint car, late model, modified setups, uh, they got the uh, setups you need. Uh, use code PLUMWILD15 for 15% off at checkout. Uh, again, another big shout out to, uh, to Dylan Hauser for sponsoring another episode. So, Kiefer, how are you doing today? I'm not doing too bad. Had a little bit of a busy busy day for an off day. Yeah. How's your toe? Toe is we're back in business, I think. I didn't really have it didn't bother me really today. So uh, What what some, what happened? You got to you got to elaborate had, Elton John. We had some That's what my mom just said. Dude, um, <laughs> you look like Elton John, homie. That's what my mother said too. You look just like house. Elton John. Um So, pretty much they did surgery on a grape, but on my toe. <laughs> And they performed surgery on a grape. But it was my toe. But more long story short, a long time ago, actually when we first built this house, um, I stubbed my toe in a stair running up the steps to answer the, the door for my grandmother, actually. And I screwed it up for a long time, progressively. And what they did was, Re, they unbroke my toe the first time I was there and then cut the size of the nails and then put poison <laughs> in the size of it. Well, they screwed what? up one, they screwed up one side of it and they had to redo it and they had to shove another knife on the side of my nail all the way under like neat the skin. It's crazy. You can feel absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Like there's no pain. But you can feel it like under your skin, and uh, it's not great. What which and, foot is this? Left dude, or right? It's my, it's, it's my right foot, dude. It's the, it's oh, the, the money foot. Yeah, it's the big toe, dude. It's just it, my my big toe's all screwed up. But we got we, I got my X-rays back, and I only have two more bone fragments left on top. Of That's my it. Bone of my joint, actually. So, but yes. Uh, I'm looking. I saw someone say in chat, "I am running the Turkey Bowl next weekend." Kiefer is. I'll be there. I'll the be there all three nights. A Thursday night. It's in Springfield, Missouri. Ooh. And Thursday night, we're bringing the Blackstone down. So Thursday night, we're. It's about it's a bocce night, dude. Fuck yeah! Sounds like Friday a party night, in the pits. Friday night, we're probably cooking some burgers. So. Good night, then. That sounds like it'll be a fun time. Uh, So we had uh, the finale for NWRA Monday night at Eldora, 100 lapper. Um, I, dude. Great night. Oh, so so pissed, bro. I qualified pole. I let Dez beat me in the heat. I say Mm, let. He beat me. Like, he. On the last lap. On the last lap, dude. I was, I was frustrated. But I mean, three heats. I I knew I was starting fourth. It'd be all right. And then we, um, we ended up, uh, I started fourth. And then, like, fucking, I don't know. What was it? Like, 
six laps into the race on one of the restarts. I was on the bottom whenever I passed you, and you got, like, in the fence. But whenever I passed you, your stuff was, like, bent. Oh, it was fucked, bro. Cause, so <laughs> Dylan, Dylan Wilson uh, pushed a little bit on exit of four. So I lifted and tried to cut down just enough, you know, to not kill him. And I got fucking ran through, bro. And no caution for, like, 30 fucking laps. And Eddie's messaging me on, on like, the... You know, because he's the admin, and he's messaging me on iRacing. He's like, no spoiler damage. And I'm like, yeah, bull fucking shit. Well, I look on the replay, and, like, my nose is destroyed. And I went from third to the fucking back uh, with no caution while the track was still fucking racy. And then we finally had a caution, and I tried to do what I could. But I was so pissed, dude. You ended up having a good night, though. Well, for you, you for the most part, what, why did you end up disconnecting and pull, pulling off disconnecting? Why did I disconnect? Because yeah. I was done. We were. I was done. You were done. First off, first off, so my night. We'll just go through my night. All right. So qualifying, I qualified sixth. I missed the line. My fourth lap was steamy, dude. <laughs> I, I. What line did you run? I, I uh, it was. I ran top and middle. I went top bottom. Yep. I went top bottom my fourth lap because I was like, because you were like, watching my stream and you were like, yeah, well that's what he ran, so I'm gonna try it, right? No, I didn't watch. I wasn't watching the stream. I wow, said, some friend, some friend wasn't even watching my stream. <laughs> Dude, how do you watch the stream when you race? I, you just have it up that way they get an extra viewer. That's that's what the good friend would do. But if I would, I, I couldn't have the sound <laughs> on because I would. You would just drive turn, me turn the volume down, and then I wouldn't even look at it. So like I, it would just it would be taking up my luck. I would lag out because of it because I'm already probably streaming something. You fucking. I was streaming the game. That's true. Yeah. So you you qualified sixth. Qualified sixth. I missed a line, a little bit and three a mm-hmm. lot. I, I like two lanes. You're sped. Understood. Yeah. Um, in the heat race, started second. Was racing kind of for the lead. Felt like I had a slider and. I got blocked for some reason. I don't know why. Um, so it, it dumped me, put me in the wall, broke uh-huh. my right front, got a repair, uh, finished sixth. Out of how many, though? Because I remember looking and I was like, you, you were, you came back wrecked. out on the track and I was like, how is he still Everyone in like wrecked. fifth or sixth? So I missed it. If I would have, like, Nick Bomb just passed me, and if I would have beat him, I would have been fifth. Like, that was the guy. But I guess, like, the back, it was literally the top four on the lead lap for the, like, <laughs> that was it. And so then whenever you... I pulled off, there was three wow. on the lead lap. Um, the B main had some, we we were racing on the B main. That was you fun were, for a second. Were. Like, to get to second, we were. Even though it there. took everyone but one driver in the B main, you were just racing for position. I was, yeah, but I was going. Um, at least I felt like feature started in I don't know we were in the B main so I think you finished second uh, in the B main 14th. so I started fourteenth I think yeah and we were up to third at one point we we drove to the field and it was like me and Chance had a really good race there for like forty laps it felt like no nah, it was probably thirty but um me and Durkin raced and then probably that last caution or it was like lap eighty something. Right before that, I was racing with Chance, 
and I absolutely killed the wall on entry with right front and right rear. And then we got the yellow, and I was like, but it felt fine. I was like, oh, okay. And I was racing it up there for like a lap, and I was like, oh, no, it's broke. The right, right just, front or right rear? I don't know, dude. Like it was, there was zero grip. Like I had the same it was thing. Like, dr- it was driving like completely sideways, and uh, I was like, "No, no, it's broke." Yeah, <laughs> I, I KO'd the right. Rear. I think I knocked the right rear in. Like, I broke the rear end. Yeah, that's probably what it was. That's no, probably what but... it was. So we both didn't have the night that we wanted from Eldora, no. but that season has finally wrapped up. Um, I'm... I can retire now. Like you the wheel can, doesn't have to get back. The wheel's not getting bolted on the desk for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're retired now officially for uh at least until the fling. Until it probably. until probably the fling, yeah. So um I ended up I think thirteenth or something in the race and that put me finishing fourth in points. I mean, I was hoping for a top three at least. Um, but just didn't have uh, the runs at the end of the season that I needed. Um, but it's whatever. I still made like 90 bucks for fourth in points. I'll take that shit. You know what I mean? I did destroy Vickers in the B main. You destroyed on Vickers? On accident. I didn't mean to. I like, we got, I, did we get, st- we got stuck or something, but I got a right front push. I know I got tight and then I saw Vickers get pushed into the, or he went into the wall in three and four. And I was like, I hope it didn't break it. And then I look, I looked the next lap and he's like in the back and I was like, Oh, it fucking broke it. Damn it. I was like, I, I do remember it. seeing that. Yeah. That's the uh, one guy that didn't make the race guy. That I <laughs> oh, you Dude. gotta love it. You gotta love it. All right. Well, um, I think we're about ready to bring on our special guest for this episode. So we will be right back with that. All right, we are back, and our special guest on this episode is Tanner Tomasi. He's the driver of the 09 machine in the world of Outlaws Buck Kicker Late Model Pro Series. He's one of the highest-rated drivers in the world, and he's the owner and builder for Speed Ranch Setup Shop. More recently, he bagged $900 for finishing third in the VLR Fall Frenzy. Tanner, welcome to the Plum Wild Podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I've been uh, wanting to be on here since you talked about starting it. Yeah, dude. We we started this whole thing, and uh, it's it's definitely taken off a little bit more than uh, mm-hmm. than we expected for sure. It's taken off a lot. I, I love it, man. It's uh, it's definitely not what I expected at all. But I want to start from the beginning. Uh, I, I tend to ask this question uh, to all of our guests now, um, but it's a good question to ask. So how did you get into motorsports and how did you get into sim racing? So I wasn't never really like super into motorsports. My dad used to take me, uh, to like drag races, like demolition derbies and all that shit. And, uh, he really wanted me to get into drag racing because my uncle builds, um, funny cars. So he was wanting me to get into that. And I just, I didn't have no itch for it. And then we went to, I swear it was like 2015 we went to a dirt track race and then i was just like super into it i just wanted to be a part of it and then i went and watched late models and i just i just wanted to be a late model driver like ever since then and you know i think i got into iRacing the same way everybody else did they just saw it like saw dirt and 
like for the longest time, like my account says I probably had it for six or seven years. I played on a controller for the longest time and just raced legends and like wow. asphalt shit. And I want to say it wasn't until like 2019 that I got a wheel. And that's when I like really started. I started out in street stocks and then got into UMPs and then I got into late models. Hell yeah, dude. That's, you know, that's kind of funny because I have this a somewhat similar thing. Like my account shows that I've been a member since like 2017 because mm -hmm. I got the account. I bought like a couple of cars and tracks um, before I even got a PC because I was planning on getting a PC and then something came up. I was just a broke college student and I, I couldn't yeah. afford it. So uh, I, I, I made the account then. And then whenever I finally had enough money to buy a PC and wheel and pedals and everything, I just logged back in and it shows like this huge, like three year gap from whenever <laughs> I started to like whenever I ran my first official. So yeah, yeah that's, that's the same way. I think a lot of, I really think, especially on the dirt side and probably for all of iRacing, like it just starts with like, oh, you see it. You never heard of it, but you see it. And then you're like, oh, I want to try that. And mm -hmm. especially on the dirt side, I think that's true because there's no other option really. Um, yeah, for sure. So and like at first you just think it's a video game. So that's why you right. just walk around on controller most of the time. Yeah. You don't realize it's as big as it is. Right, especially as tough yeah. as it is. And, like, to compete, like, at the level, like, everyone wants to compete at, you can't even, like, the guys that compete at are, like, the top, like, there's not really anybody that competes at the top level anymore that's on a controller, but there's still a few, lot of, like, a few guys that race. I know one. There's a, yeah. I know no, one sprint I'm, car guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. And, like, he can, he's pretty good. Um, but other than that, man, it's... It's tough, and you you want to win. So like yeah. obviously, and that's like I'm like the same way. I think mine was 2017. I raced on a laptop, and I hated it. I, I didn't even have. I like it was dumb. I was like, this sucks. Um, <laughs> then I got a wheel. I built my I built myself my own rig in like 2020, 2019. It was like right around COVID, mm -hmm. or like in same. a winter time or something. Built that. I bought the cheapest wheel and pedals you can buy. I still use the same wheel to this. Not the, <laughs> not the same wheel, but like the same. Assembly one. Yeah, the same wheel. Uh, then I finally bought myself some Fanatex, and now we're here. But yeah, that's the controller days. Now it's. I just never. Like I never played fun. on. I've never played on a controller. But you. I want. I want to. It's not fun. You. It's not, it's not you talk. All. You talked about. Uh, you know, finally getting into the late models once you started really taking it a little bit more seriously when did and this is another question that i ask a lot of people but when did you start to realize like you had some talent that you could run competitively especially at the level that you're at now uh maybe you could see that in the in the distance when did you see well that? the the thing about me and i'm sure a lot of other people like sim racers and real racers are like this you never think that you can like you're confident obviously like you're confident about it but you never like truly think like oh i can go out here and win the biggest race like you're confident about it going into it like i have a chance but you never think you're actually going to it's just because it's you always think you could do better yeah and so like i'm still like that like i always think i could do better and so i don't know man maybe maybe like a year ago <laughs> like really, it really like wasn't that it really wasn't that long wow ago. wow like so it's just, it's just because of how much time that I right. constantly put in 
and like wanting to be the best but it's you just you still think it's that much further away like i could go out and win the spring fling and i'll still think like i'm not there you know right. what i mean i mean i think that's one of the biggest pieces of advice that i give to people really is what you just said is that you want to have the confidence that you are the the baddest motherfucker in your session no matter who's yeah. in there but you also at the same time want to be you need to be willing to learn from everything because 100%. while you may be the baddest motherfucker in your race, you still need to be learning every single chance you get from whatever it is, whether it's the good things or the bad things that you're doing on the track. So that's like, uh, no shit. You and I had an hour long phone call before pro. Qualifiers. I was going to bring and that you're up fucking hyping me up. Yes. You're trying to get me all like, I'm like, dude. Okay. Well, let like, me ask it then. So you do remember that, that, it, that, conversation that we had yeah. it was like two weeks into pro qualifiers and you were telling mm -hmm. me how you were you know uh you know losing confidence or yeah it all that ifs, yeah. all that crap and so i gave you all that advice um did did it help and did yes. do you ever yes. pass that along do you ever pass that in yeah. that that uh advice along from then from then from that day like from the following week because like leading up to it you're still like oh what if what if yeah but then in the race i'm thinking about it right like i'm yeah. thinking about staying just focused on it like i didn't put all that time in i'm not gonna run dead ass last just because i'm fucking put all that time in and from then when i had that good run i just i passed out along like yeah. till now till yeah. today that i i i mean I'm going to make a how-to video on how to get good <laughs> or like how to prepare yourself mentally. Cause that's, that's, uh, I mean, I feel like and that was especially, good advice. Especially like when you're running laps by yourself, you're like, you kind of have that little 50 50 where you're like, I don't, in case I am super fucking fast, <laughs> I don't want to show the speed. And, but then again, you have that little thing in the back of your mind when you get off that it's like, what if they're running like two tenths faster? Right, right. Like, what if I'm just that far out in left field? Yeah, no, it, you're you're good, dude. So, um, you're talking about uh, sort of your expectations in a way. So, go going back to to pro series, uh, pro series itself, not the qualifiers. Are you satisfied with your season overall? Um, and kind of how would you rate it versus your expectations? Uh, of the series before it started? Because um, I feel like shit, you had I'm, some good runs for sure, you know? I had, I, w I went from having really good runs to other weeks I'd be just absolutely dog shit, didn't make the show. And, like, it's it's such a bittersweet thing because, like, you don't put all that time in, like I said, to not make the race or even run third. And, like, we'd have one thing that I think about almost every night from then from lincoln is i should have moved rumsey and we talked about it after too he's like dude it's like i wouldn't have been mad i was like i just i don't know you're moved running for the win yeah yeah because yeah. i like i was just trailing him for like the last i think it was 10 laps yeah. or so and lincoln was so hard to pass and like i tried tapping him a few times and i'd get myself more loose and so i was just that's one thing that i'm just like i should have done that but I think Volusia for the first race, I really like, You had I knew a really I was, good run. I knew I was gonna be fast, but like still your first pro race you don't just 
you don't kind of expect that. Yeah, we and, talked about it on that fir- on the very first episode. We brought you up about how, like, in your very first week, you ran fourth in your mm-hmm. very first pro series race, which is super impressive. And I think Kiefer too, like in Fairbury. I don't remember yeah. where you finished. It was fourth. second or third, fourth. He okay, finished. Fourth. He finished fourth in his first, first pro series my, race. My first one, dude. Yeah. So it's. It, it it your first race in like pro series is like crazy because too because Fairbury going into it was like my favorite track at the time. Yeah. Volusia, you you're pretty good at Volusia, I, I would say. Volusia, <laughs> <laughs> good at it, but you hate it. But like Fairbury, like no one loves Fairbury, but like I like racing mm. Fairbury, and like Volusia is another track. Like I qualified polar actually won in pro last series. year. In mm-hmm. pro series, last last pro series, and uh, like I also hate it, but like I'm decent there, and like you're good there too. Like it's just a place. Like I feel like no one loves Volusia, but no, like you race I, there. I like but, Volusia. Yeah. Yeah. I won't say I love but it, but I do like it a lot. To, to finish fourth, like once, and then like from like me and you are kind of like went into the pro series. I feel like in the same perspective in a way, because like I was with we were Apex was real big at the time and. That would and your speed ranch has been as big as it is now and when your first pro series and like starting fourth and kind of like how you're saying the expectations like you run fourth you're like okay i can run with these guys yeah now you have to do it every week yep mm-hmm. I, well i say that that's and, just what i imagine it would be like i don't know like, for sure but <laughs> from experience but yeah <laughs> and then like then you ran second um where do you run second where'd you run second at not second Wait, what was your? Lincoln. Oh, second at Lincoln. That's right. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking like um, the next week. I, I thought you were meaning like the next so week. Now, and so now, like, like seconds, like not, you know, like it's you're worse. Hit. You feel yeah. worse than fourth. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah, much like, worse. So now, so now, yeah, like so it's and it's tough, like from like, especially like your standpoint and like at like it's just in the pro series deal. It's it's kind of that's a that's a big stage. It really is. What were a lot your... of people kind of, and a lot of people kind of like down it, and they make like the crown, the crown jewels are super big, they really are. But the pro series, we harp on it all the time. We harp Man, on this all the tough. time. You just don't Man, know until you're tough. there. It's, it's not just like you have qualifying heat race prelim and then the crown jewel, right? Yeah. And then it's just like a hundred laps. But this is like what is it, eight or ten weeks straight of you just having to fucking nonstop grind. And you have to be so perfect for within, that many weeks. Within hundreds. Yeah, ridiculous. within a lot. A lot. And Williams Grove, dude, I was ready to turn my fucking computer off. <laughs> we tried some goofy shit, and I, I qualified three tenths off. <laughs> and it was, I was just like, I'm done. Like, I'm done. Williams Grove, dude. <laughs> that so was bad. like, I think I Williams Grove was my least favorite week. It should be absolutely week. burned. It's the worst track. If it's I not, haven't seen slick, a fucking hate it. Dude, you know what's funny? I've never seen I don't think I've seen this entire year a hosted race at Williams Grove. No. Because it no, sucks. Nobody's USA willingly USA running USA that actually, shit. Actually, USA, USA no, no, you just USA like that would, shit, dude. Nobody USA no. would have been better. Yes. It would have raced better because like in a super you can actually run the top or like a deep slider there, or you can if you're, the bottom, cut down the bottom, whatever. Out. If you can run, if you can hit the bottom, oh. Have you okay? Have have either of y'all ran USA since the new update? Yeah. Okay. Does it I still have. get bumpy on the straightaways? 
Yes. Okay, then no. <laughs> That's take not it away. gonna go away. <laughs> take it away. Get it out of here. I don't want it. That is not. That's it's still so part. much better. It is because it makes it even. Well, ah, then you're coming off the floor. If you hit the gas pedal a little too hard, you're gonna be spun in the out air straight away. You're yes. gonna be in the air. In the air. Literally, yes. it's ridiculous. I'm... It's ridiculous. So, dude, back to the question. That, like, <laughs> doesn't it prepare you though for like IRL? <laughs> Yes. Where you catch a rut? Because yes, yes. when you catch a rut IRL, man, it, that stuff sends you. Let me you. tell you. You, you, you know Salina see- High Banks, right? Yeah. That's That was my first time on track. And it was the oh. first time I hit a rut. And from then on, I tighten my fucking helmet till I'm choking. Because <laughs> my helmet was like this. Dude, like I hit it so hard. You, t- you tightened your fucking straps at your yeah, side. Yeah, everything was so tight after that, dude. So, okay, you well, that. that, that why, like, you're so fucking tight in those things. That actually brings me to a, a, a good question. Um, so, what was your first reaction? Other than that, what was your first reaction of finally getting to drive a late model for the first time? You know, like, what was the big shock to you? Uh, and, and then also, what was anything that jumped out at you that kind of uh, you felt like you were taking from iRacing? So my deal with, like, first time in the car was, I'd say technically my third night wasn't my first full night. Because the first, like, actual night, my car was fucked up, right? My birdcage was locked up. I couldn't steer, and I thought it was me. Cause it's my first time in a car, so I'm like, oh, I'm just dog shit. I've been, I've been there with whenever the if the car isn't right, like you don't if your know car is, if you're well, yeah. First off, if your car I, isn't I, right, your car can kind of describe like who you are in a way. <laughs> so if your car isn't right, you're good. Like you're not gonna look right. And like, well, the other night, well, Saturday night, I was racing in a Clarksville, and we had just a bad night because like I had motor electrical problems pretty much all night and the motor wasn't running and like 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 the, like i was absolutely a wheeling son in that heat <laughs> race like wheeling and i i know i looked like an animal but it was the car like mm-hmm. and like the car was like just crazy because it like the motor wouldn't run right and so like whenever you have don't have yeah. stuff look like it's pointless i told dad i was like this is pointless like i need, i should have just pulled off like it was <laughs> it's learn, so aggravating too you dude. learn and you learn absolutely nothing nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah so like i don't know man going into it i was just i was upset like when i was driving onto the track though i was like holy shit it's like i'm in a race car dude this is like, it this is what i've been like, waiting was, for that and loading the car up was the first time I was in a car. And yeah. so it was like, God, dude, I was like, it's crazy how not nervous you are. Really? Like, You're not. You really are. It, you, you, you hear are. people say that and you don't believe it. Really? Like, like I I'm sitting here, You're never nervous. hadn't driven You're a race nervous. car since You're... I was like six years old. So, yeah. like, I mean, for me personally, I get nervous. Is it because you have so much other shit like, to think about? Kinda, yeah. But yeah. like, I get nervous before the race, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, before I get strapped in, I guess you'd say, I'm like, well, you, I don't get nervous, but I think about it. I'm like, okay, this could happen. This could happen. You really never know, but, like, you're kind of just prepare yourself mentally yeah. is what I do. And then, but, like, once you strap in and once the helmet's on, it's like, I couldn't tell you Game what's on. going on inside that brain. There's, yes, dude. Like, it's going. Yeah. Um, one thing, like, when I'm at the track, going towards the racetrack, I don't, I'm so fucking nervous. Like, the ride there. Because that's yeah. that's all you're thinking. All you can do is think about it. Right. And, but like when I'm at the track, I'm not nervous like at all. It's crazy. Like I don't talk either. 
Like I'm so focused. Like yeah, I'll talk your fucking enough. ear off anywhere else, dude. I am the least talkative person you'll ever fucking meet at a racetrack. I yeah. just I don't even look at people. I'm just so like laser even, focused. Yeah, even yeah. like my first day, like when I didn't know anything about it, I was just so focused of having like mental clarity and going on the racetrack and trying to perform and just trying to learn. Yeah, it's it's crazy how that is. And it's not the same with iRacing at all. Like, you'll be fucking nervous on lap 24 of a 100 lap race. Like, iRacing, dude, you're like shitting dude. bricks. Okay. Yeah, the whole time. Like, so, the whole time. Pro Listen. Like, Pro Series, if you're not shitting bricks for 50 laps or and then the whole heat race and qualifying, if you aren't on <laughs> edge, like absolute edge, you're not you're not succeeding on like, iRacing. Right. So, it's so much. So like, I'll, I'll be so, in a heat race and my fucking foot's like just shaking, dude. I want to. I want to bring this up. I want to. I want to bring this up. So you're talking about being nervous on i racing. So and, and talking about like lap 24 of 100. So do you remember the pro qualifier that I won at Cedar Lake, right? And you got mm-hmm. third, but you were right behind me. So that yep. race. Uh, this isn't really much of a question, but it's just something I wanted to bring up. Um, that race. By about lap 30, so about 10 to go, whenever I, like, I'm in the lead. I've been leading for, like, five laps. Like, by about lap 30, I was not even really looking at my screen. I was so fucking nervous. <laughs> and I remember, and I can go back in the replay. I'll go back in the replay and watch it occasionally. You threw a slider that I want to know, did you, it was with two to go. You threw it in one and two, and I just... I heroed around it on the outside. I want to know, did you think that I was doing, that I was going to be able to to drive around on the outside or did you have to last second leave me a lane? Because I was, I was just on fucking. Okay. So. I was just trying to scare you, dude. Because like, what I got that from was Kyle Larson at Chili Bowl when he made Rico Abreu jump the cushion fucking four times. Yeah. Like sliding it, him. Hey, IRL, it works way better. <laughs> Yeah, because it, it scares the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrified. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. And so, like, going into that, I was like, all right, I fucked up. Because I think I led, like, a good bit of that. Y- yeah, I didn't you did. put enough fuel in. So, I that's was, right. Like, that's right. It, and I ran the bottom. And it was you the bo- f- that's when the bottom was so bad. Dude. You, f- I'm pretty sure you fucked everybody on the initial start, too. I that did, was why yeah. I had I had damage, bro. I had the v, yeah. the the dreaded V shape in the spoiler, and I still yeah. won that fucking race. That car was a rocket yeah. ship, bro. And that I didn't do that on purpose. No, either. I know like, you didn't. I was so I know upset, and I was looking at my fuel, and I'm like, I fucked up, dude. Like that's what I thought my pro qual was done. Yeah. And so then, like, I found out I had enough fuel. Like, I had enough fuel to fucking make it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start driving hard now. And I still couldn't catch you. And your car was <laughs> fucked up. Was... My car, I'm pretty sure my car was perfect. I still, think, I still think that was the fastest fucking car I've ever driven, yes. dude. That car was, dude, If I, no offense to anybody else in that field, but if that was a clean yeah. car, y'all wouldn't have caught my ass, bro. Dude, 100%. That's the same shit I was saying. I was like, I have to fucking scare him to where he hits the wall. Because even if and I clear I drove this around line, it. driving... He's driving out of my life, even oh if I clear this God. slider, dude. All I can say is, pink drink, because I had like the same thing. Well, no, like, well, I was a pro series last year, not this past year, but twenty twenty two, and Cedar Lake. I don't know if you remember this, but the infamous Nathan lifted for me and let me buy in the B main. And then this might be the, the first feature- time this has been brought up on the podcast, actually. Yeah, it probably. I think it is actually. Um, I didn't. 
but everyone thinks I, I did. I, I was a man on a mission that night. Yeah. But like at Cedar Lake and that feature, I drove from 17th oh to like third, and my my shit was destroyed too. Like His worse was, than Nathan's. It was so like I don't know what it is, but like whatever. Apparently, if I build something at Cedar Lake and you just destroy it, it's gonna be gone. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, you it's fu- better. You fuck it up a little bit, and the car's just like, junk, all right, let's junk your shit, and it's gone, dude. I don't get it. Oh, the D keep D setups. Just junk them. Destroyed car. That's what you build them for. You build them to get junked. Yeah, build them to get junked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll build them to throw them away the next night. You know. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So, uh, speaking of building, you are a uh, a builder. How long? How long have you been building the setups on iRacing? Funny story. Uh, when I got kicked off D1RT back when I started, I was fucked. Like, I had to. I had to learn to build because I didn't. Know how, how long? To build so this was like 2019-ish. Are you saying? I. I'd say 2019. It was yeah. I'd say 2019. It was before uh, COVID. So yeah, it was it was then. And I that whole time, dude, I wrote off Dylan Wilson shit, right? So <laughs> I would too. I was it, like, you know, yeah. I was there. And Dylan, that was when Dylan Wilson was fucking like him, bro. Yeah, he was he was Hemothy, dude. <laughs> and so I got after that, I was like, dude, like, what am I gonna do? Because setup shops weren't really a thing then. No, they weren't. I think the only one was like fucking rocket racing, and I didn't even right. know about that then. And it was that spring fling at Charlotte that I was like, I gotta fucking do something. Like, I gotta finger some shit out. And <laughs> I didn't, dude, I still didn't get that shit figured out. Like, it took me until probably like, I don't know, October. The, so, like, a year of just clicking shit. To just like finally be like, oh okay, this this is what I'm supposed to. And do. then they change it on you. Yeah, and then right? they change it on me, and I was fucked again. And, so, but like, you gotta relearn I, it every time. Yeah, yeah, and then I had to relearn it. And but like this this new build, it was really fun because it was like I actually had a lot of knowledge just from because I think we were on the, that build for like fucking two years. And yeah, the the most recent one, other than this yeah. one that we have, yeah, it was like yeah two years, yeah. Yeah, just so like I, I'd had all the knowledge built up from that, that I was just like really excited about new build. Like, oh, we could just we could try different shit. Because back then, and you had a, you have a team of people. Thing. Yeah, and I had a lot of people that like I actually got along with. I could like just sit there and test for four hours and like be happy, right? Right. Like I wasn't like grumpy. Everyone was having fun, but like last build, dude, the fucking sets were so similar that like. Yeah, you were maybe like a click of ride height would give you like a little bit extra, a little bit off. That's how bad it was last season. Yeah. So what do you prefer? I'm just curious. Um, in in a setup, what? And I I think we could all answer this. What is your preference on a setup? Do you like them a little more on the free side or a little more on the the tight, you know, snug side? I like to be free. I like to be free, but traction. You know, yeah. like it's hard to do that. And so like Very... the fall. Yeah, the fall Very. frenzy was the first since I've been on iRacing, the first time I built a setup that was fucking perfect for me. Like I mean, I was like free where I would almost never have to turn left and that's just that's it for me, dude. That's what you and go for. It lasted 100 laps, which was fucking nuts to me cuz I was like, dude, like there's no way this feeling is going to last this long. And I was like, if I'm good on lap 10, I'm going to be fucking terrible on lap 90. And it like, it stuck. 
So that yeah, like you're expecting it to change that, at some point. Yeah, hundred percent, and it never did. And so like a free set that is like that, where it just still has traction, is the fucking best thing for me. It's nutworthy for sure. <laughs> I think you know what's. I think it's kind of. I don't know if you've noticed it necessarily, but I feel like your run in the frenzy is kind of gone under the radar. Uh, you finished third, you know, mm-hmm. and of course you got your post race interview. Um, but like all anyone's talking about is Blake winning it or the Evan and Logan situation or Hauser driving up to the, but you were up there near the front the whole race and you finished third. Like, I think yeah. it's kind of gone underrated. So, uh, I mean, congrats on, it, on third in that race, man. Thank you. Um, it was, it was a war zone like, towards <laughs> those last few laps. Um, and I was yeah it was bad and you sent a bomb in there at the end i did yeah (laughs) well because it was it was like a matter of like 700 extra bucks for that fucking spot so i was like well of course i'm going to um and like obviously i didn't i didn't test hello what are you doing oh how much money sorry i'm getting paid right now getting paid thank you that moolah um so that race like i was i was frustrated because obviously i didn't test for like a whole lap or not lap whole week to (laughs) that's about how much testing i put in (laughs) (laughs) i didn't test for a whole week the whole week to run third right i get that and so what i really fucked up was qualifying like which is normally what i fuck up like I'm terrible at qualifying. It's the, and it's like the the most important part that you don't have, but like two shots at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's like it really does make or break your race, yeah. and it, it is your race. I think. Yeah, it it is your race, and dude. So it is your story. I think I I started twelfth in the prelim, and I had flashbacks from the fucking fling of like the year prior at Charlotte. I started 12th and I got wrecked on like lap two. Yeah. And so my whole thought process is just chill. Just chill. Just chill. 40 laps. Let everybody else fuck up their shit. I'll be fine. And it actually like worked out really well. (laughs) (laughs) Played right into your plan. Surprisingly, yeah. And then in the feature, we were fast from like the drop. Like not trying to sound cocky, but we were fucking moving dude <laughs> like i think we were in p5 or p4 by lap 20 then where'd you start i think 10th or 12th 10th or 12th i don't remember where i started um which in a race like that is kind of a lot of spots right off yeah. the start um especially when the track was tacky and just one laned and then i got around blake on a restart for third on like lap 50 and he threw in like a bomb of a slider and fucking like cleaned my nose. And I was so pissed. <laughs> I bet. And, like maybe he didn't do it on purpose. Maybe he did. He texted me afterwards and apologized and he apologized on his interview. So, but like, who knows? <laughs> I don't think he did, but you know, yeah. um, and after that, like everyone was like, you need to clean him out. Like, when you get to him, you need to clean him out. And I'm just like, 50 more laps. 50 more laps. I'm just going to hang out. You keeping, I didn't, your, t- keeping your mouth. I didn't, 
Yeah, I didn't test for a week straight every day. Like, I made so many 100 lap runs for that race that, like, my fucking wrist, like, felt terrible. Dude. <laughs> like, and... Giving your I'm like, damn I, self carpal tunnel. Yeah, dude, like, I felt like a fucking cripple after that. <laughs> and so, like, we had that last restart again where I was with Blake, and I didn't think about it at all. I'm just thinking, week's worth of testing. I'm not going to fuck it up. Like, I'm just... If I finish fifth, finish sixth, it is what it is over whatever happened. And then we end up finishing third. So it all worked out. Which, you know, a year ago, Tanner Tomasi would have been fucking stupid and would have straight lined him through the infield. So I'm glad we're not back there. Well, you're $900 richer true. thanks to that smart decision. Yeah. You dude, know? I, like last year, dude, I'd say up until like maybe six or seven months ago, like people so, might disagree, right around. I was like, Right around the time that you got your pro license, whenever you finally realized you got to have some accountability. Like, I was a piece of shit, dude. Like, I can't even say I wasn't. People might still think I am, but, dude, I was so, like, I was such a fucking terrible person on the sim. <laughs> like, it. I don't know. I've, I don't always had, know. I, I've always had good races with you, I feel like. I mean, and that one that we were talking about, the pro qualifier at Cedar Lake, is definitely one of them. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But So. I, I, you might have to refresh my memory on this, but before you opened Speed Ranch, you were with RKM, correct? Yes, sir. So don't call me sir. So, <laughs> you, you, sorry, I'm respectful. I'm, I'm not that sir. much older than you. Um, so you left RKM. Did you did you leave RKM to start Speed Ranch, or like what made that all happen? And was it kind of like you just was like, fuck it, I'll open my own. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I always wanted to have something called Speed Ranch, like <laughs> for some reason. Like I just, <laughs> just thought that it could have been a restaurant, bro. Like just you know yeah, whatever it, it is. <laughs> could have been a meth shop, dude. Like I could have been solid crack, but like Speed, Speed Ranch. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> Speed Ranch to me just sounded like fucking badass for. A it's not a bad name. I'll give you that. And like right now still i'm pretty fucking brain dead when it comes to real race and stuff so i'm like obviously i'm not gonna be able to start anything in real life with this so i was like you know ryan coon and i had a good relationship the whole time even like i was like dude i really want to start my own shop like this looks like so much fun and it was it was so much fucking fun it still is like i enjoy it every day well, yeah, good. i was just i was well i also feel like i was just burning myself out on it before do you get that, that feeling? I grind it. Yeah, do you ever get the do you ever get the grind it out feeling every mm -hmm. once in a while? You just gotta like chill every out day. for a weekend. Every, every day, day, but like yeah. It's gotten to the point where I'm so consistent with it that I'm feel like I'm constantly grinded out, but like I don't remember the feeling where I wasn't just because like how much time I'm putting into this, like I feel like a no life, but <laughs> like it's I enjoy it and it's like my main source of income. So Yeah if it's your main source of income and it's like your full-time job like you're gonna kind of have fun like even yeah. with the work because like there'll be times where i'm making laps and making laps where i'm just like i hate this like i'm done and then i'm like oh what about what about the money like, yeah like yeah. I, I like paying my phone bill bro <laughs> like, yeah. what what do you phone bill is not... so that's important what would you say um is like the hardest part about owning a setup shop that people might not realize um, the hardest part of it, you know? I, could, I think um, that's the answer. Let's see. Let's keeping see. in contact with the people. Whenever like it kind of floods in, 
I'll miss a lot of messages, like a lot. And I have to, I feel so bad. Like I'll give away free shit to like some people who like, I'll be scrolling through my messages at like two in the morning and I'm like, I didn't text this guy back from like fucking two weeks ago. Yeah. And I feel awful, dude. I feel awful. So like I give them free shit. And I, I think it's that in the posts. I hate the posts. Really? I, like if I could pay somebody to do the posts, I wouldn't. Like, you could just, you could pull a pull a page out of Howard's time. pull it a page does. out of Howard Weaver's book and start using AI. AI generate. Yeah. But dude, everyone's gonna know because it gives who cares sophisticated ass words that people know I ain't gonna come with. Who but, cares? Like, you can advertise. This post was brought to you by you know Chat GPT. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, well. Like, I paid Lucas Rourke to do my post for, like, two months, and he was, like, all about it, dude. He was all hyped. And then, like, he doesn't do it anymore because he fucking <laughs> hates it now. Like, he, he realizes how just... Yeah, dude, I get more burnout doing that than anything. So, another another side of, of owning a shop and being a builder, uh, Kiefer has uh, told me this before. I don't know if he's ever really brought it up on the podcast. Um, but... Do you have a lot of drivers on your team? While you're racing, how much are you concerned with, you know, your teammates, your drivers' uh, positions? You know, like Kiefer would bring it up whenever we're in pro series. Like most of the time, all he's thinking about is where I'm at. Um, and there, you like, have there's a bunch have, of times where like I raced and like I couldn't tell you what I was doing, but I was like watching everyone else and trying yeah. to like help my team more than myself most of the time and you have a lot of teammates in the pro series uh, or drivers whatever you would want to call them uh and and the same in the fall frenzy these big races so like how much do you think about it while you're racing that's kind of a tough one um because you don't want to hurt their feelings by saying that you don't give a shit (laughs) but if you you do give a shit but if you do give a shit then it kind of like you're not focused on what you're doing Mm -hmm. yeah that's what Um, i tried to tell Kiefer. like Focus it's on such, you, it's bro. It's a double-edged sword, dude. It's a double-edged sword. Um, I think I a lot of my guys now that like run pro series and like I don't even call them my guys anymore. I just say that like we're teammates. Like they helped me build this shit, right? Like, um, so like my teammates, they they'll in pro series and in the fall frenzy, any money race. I'm kind of at the point where. I, I trust their judgment enough, like, and we kind of test beforehand. So, like, we, we plan things out, and obviously it's racing. It's not going to go how you planned it. But <laughs> at all? Yeah, at all. Never. But Yeah. But, like, we'll have the idea. We'll have the thought process. We'll be like, all right, if, 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 this is what we need to do. Yep. And so my hope is that they're going to stick to that, and we can all focus on ourselves. And that's like another big thing, like on track that I tell people, like obviously right now, Speed Ranch has a lot of drivers. A lot. And a lot, a lot. And, but it's like, it's not like we take anybody. Like we, we take people that put in the time and show effort. And I tell them, I was like, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of motherfuckers over here. We need to make sure that we're not killing each other and we're not killing the other competition right Right. like that's the big thing is race your teammates like you would any other car like don't be like i'm gonna let you buy i'm gonna let you buy because you're speed ranch you know like i think that's dumb i want them to race each other 
where like the same way they would race anybody else right. and that was an issue because they started fucking taking each other out and I'm like, we shouldn't be like we should find a middle ground like actually yeah, yeah we shouldn't be doing this You're at here. all well, i wanted you here now we're yeah. let's find her out here <laughs> yeah we had to have a talk so i was like usually it's like setup shop on setup shop and it's just speed ranch on speed ranch friendly fire we need, fire. To, chill the, we need to chill the fuck out guys <laughs> that's great um one one big question. It's not really a big question, but I just I'm so curious. How the hell did you manage to get Bobby Pierce to endorse Speed Ranch? I, what's there's the that's the backstory. Yeah, Jordan Casey. Really? Yeah. I was so curious about Jay that. Casey. Fucking Jay Casey. Wow. Yeah, Jay Casey's well, the goat. Is he? Is he still? Ryan are actually pretty good buddies. That's there. what I heard. I heard. Yeah, I hear they're like really good buddies. Yeah, best men at each other's wedding. Yeah, yeah. well, if they, they ever, go way back, are they are they married? I don't think so. To each other? I hope that'd be ah. cute. That'd be really cute, actually. Somebody needs to post something. Irish and dirt talk, because like I haven't heard about that in like a week or so. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't like that when that disappears. No. We, like, we like to keep the drama going. <laughs> yeah, that's what we I'm love, saying. We love yeah. to to keep stoke that flame a little bit more. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. so you're set, you're selling your, your real late model, correct? Are you you got yeah, it for 50, sale. 50, I'm kind of 50, 50 on it now, but I want to. Yeah. So why you have, first of all, address the meme. What's the whole deal with like your, your late model, like year and upgrade update thing. Like oh. what's that about? <laughs> what's that so, about? Dylan Hauser and I are chat band now. Um, oh, because great. we had, an Eldora race where I, I slid him and he drove through the back of me and which, you know, he's going to say that I didn't leave him room. Oh, um, oh yeah. At February. No. Yeah. That was at no, February, no, 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 right? Eldora. Eldora. Okay. Eldora. Right. Yeah. Um, and he was like, you guys just team drive. And I was like, okay. And like, I've kind of gotten to where I don't talk shit anymore. And I just kind of like, give him short little stupid responses yeah like just goofy shit and he's like that's why your longhorns are 2017 you it's a 2013 that you say he's updated to 2017 everybody knows it's a fucking 2013 and i'm like what it's like <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with this <laughs> so, so that's that's, that's, just that's the, the backstory that's the meme yeah that's the backstory that happened like last fucking week oh wow so, yeah he's just like everyone knows I, it's was a there a meme no, not necessarily memes, mean, just uh, a lot of like joke it, replies and yeah, yeah, comments. Yeah, a lot of, that, a lot of joking around. Oh, yeah. I, was that, wait, 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 was that whenever I saw the, uh, was that when there was a little drama too? I screenshotted, I sent it to you, Nathan, I think. I was like, we got to talk about this in the podcast. There is some tea going on. I think that might have been. Oh yeah, there was some HOS speed ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Gotta there love was that. house dressing and ranch dressing going at it, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it Battle of the Salad Dressings. Who's the got Battle it? of the Salad Dressings? Okay. I love though whenever you commented that it was a, a like a twenty thirteen with two thousand seven updates. I thought that was <laughs> yeah, hilarious. <laughs> um yeah, that was great. I'm so, gonna refresh my camera real quick. Keep going. Okay. So it is a a what, a twenty seventeen? What is it? Yes, sir. So yeah, again, it's a twenty seventeen. No more sir. Um I'm not going to stop saying that. It's Fine. just, it's a Tourette at this point. Anyways. So a yeah. 2017, whatever it is, 
um, you're selling it. Why? What are you? Are you looking to upgrade? Yeah. So my whole plan with running this cash money series was to. I always said I was going to run it for two years, and then I was going to move and start racing a better series because. Where I'm at, late model racing is not a thing. Where are right? you at, roughly? I'm in. He's he's four hours. Give me give me your exact address. Five hours less than me. Six south it, of Pittsburgh, Kansas, brother. He's oh. in a modified country. I'm in modified country, dude. The our late model country. rules are fucking modified rules, dude. We yeah, run what, modified. Is it motors. UMP country? Yeah. Is it UMP? No, nah, it's, it's not. It's USRA. Ah, uh, USRA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So. Like, if I could run a crate to start out, you'd see me in a fucking 602, right? <laughs> but I, the only series here is, like, a this limited series. Class, yeah. yeah. We're on USMTS motors. Yeah. So, like, that shit is, like, I'd say a step down from a super. So, like, I pretty much went from iRacing to damn near a fucking super late model. And that was it, terrifying. It, it, in, my, in my terms, pretty much... Yeah, well, pretty much damn near like an A mod is what you. Would, yeah, you pretty it's like much an A mod. Yeah, it's like, an A mod with arrow. Yeah. So what are you? Bigger tires. So what are you looking the late for? Late models aren't bad though. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're fun to drive. If you sell your they car, are. what are you looking for? Whatever's fast at the time. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really a dick rider for any chassis. Um, I was talking to Corey Hedgecock about getting a BMF, but those are that, pretty sweet deals. And that they don't sell for that much like yeah. he has them really cheap for how good they run yeah and you're uh, looking to move where are you trying to move to as far as like uh you know to run with certain tracks or whatever like where so would your ideal place this year i'm gonna run for rookie of the year or this upcoming year and then after that i'm a gonna move to georgia and run like cruisa stuff mm-hmm. and just kind of get get a hold of like the top level of some sort of drivers right because those cruiser guys are pretty fucking badass mm-hmm. um and if not then i was talking about moving like to illinois or somewhere depending on funding <laughs> and loving that. Run, yeah yeah and then running like mars or something just anything that has more racing anything that has more late model racing I'm telling you right now, you want to be a boy, a man. You want to become a. You want to go from a boy to a man. Yeah, dude. You come. You come up here. <laughs> he said, yeah, no, dude. You don't you don't <laughs> go down there. I do. If you want to become. If you want to become a a wheel man on yeah. a cush, that's where you need to go. Let me tell you something, dude. You want to rip you, a fat uh, cush at Brownstown, you, Illinois? That's up, dude. You don't. You've raced Springfield, right? You've raced. Yeah, you've ran the cush at Springfield. Yeah, I raced there a few weeks ago. Out of cush, it's great time, dude. dude that was the time. first time I hit a fucking cushion. I'm Let telling you, tell that's you. an easy. I was one. like this, bro. But like my my headrest, I got a tiny head. I'm 120 fucking pounds, dude. You're I'm like built. This. I'm built like a pussy. I'm <laughs> literally like this. Like I'm looking at the track like this when I'm around the because I was like, I no can't neck fucking muscles. hold my neck up. No Whatever you're up there, dude, it's it's fast. It's fucking ah. fast. Because I think I I qualified quick time and they yeah. got this goddamn invert where I started <laughs> dead dick last, and so I'm still pretty stupid, right? Like right. in a real car, so. I'm trying to go three wide to get in transfer because I'm like I'm not running a B main because after qualifying I don't know quality. how to make, yeah I don't know how to make fucking adjustments like I'm not gonna lie to you I barely know shit about a race car 
And so I don't have no one there to work on my car. So I'm like, I don't want to be in the slick in the B main because I can't set this shit up for the slick. So I'm like, I got to get in the fucking. Yeah, I was like, I got to fucking transfer. And so I try to split them three wide. And I'm like, oh, this is real life. They don't have mirrors. They don't see me. So they, don't, they, don't, they don't realize. That, well, yeah. this, I, I've. So I understand what you're about to say here. And I've had this realization, actually. Well, yeah. I, I had it again this past weekend. <laughs> and it's hard to burn it into your brain. <laughs> it's so aggravating, dude. Because it's like, I'm so fucking fast. And then I hit the brake. And my dumbass drives off the racetrack. Mm, like, it's, easy, it's easy to do that, especially if you get off the gas. Yeah, and then three yeah. and four, because it's like, it's kind of doesn't seem like it's all the way there, right? Like, you yeah. don't feel like you're all the way up there. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you're fucking hanging off of it. Yep. I'm like, all right, well, there's not a caution coming, so I need to fucking skedaddle. <laughs> and by <laughs> I, the I last lap, we, tr- we transferred fun. by the last lap, dude. And I'm fucking hyped. Then I start dead dick last heat or the race almost because I'm like the last transfer. And I started on the bottom. I'm sorry, not dead dick last yet. I was like 12th and then I fell back to like 19th mm. on the bottom because I'm that's still a, stupid. That's a, like that's I said. Hard, was your birdcage fit, bird fixed at this point? What's that? Was your birdcage bird fixed yeah, at this bird, point? Everything's fixed on the car. Okay. Everything's fixed on the car. So that was the first. That was. Maybe the second time I've driven a properly set up car, right. right? Yeah. And so, like, I don't know how to run the bottom, right? So, like, I'm still learning H- all this shit. Craft hopper. And it, it, dude, Brakes. And that is the so brake, hard. The brake pedal. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, like, after sim racing for three, four years, you're wanting to fucking, like, just go through that corner, right? So then I'm like, I need to woe up. And then by the time I'm thinking I need to woe up, I've done already fucking missed the corner. (laughs) So then I fall back to 19th, and I'm like, I'm going to the fucking top. And I go to the top. So I go from 19th to fucking 9th in five laps. And I'm like, this is, and I'm like this, dude. I'm like, this is fucking insane. You're driving with one eye, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Because, like, I'm, I'm I'm changing my seat for Springfield. Are you? Yeah. Dude, that. Springfield, you place. don't notice how much banking Springfield has until you're no, on fucking it's, 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 it's To me, it's not the banking. It's whenever it's going to rubber up in the feature. And you know how you're already saying in your head? I've mm-hmm. re- if you, When you race on rubber, bro, no. I've never touched it. In the way my stuff's latched over, mm-hmm. it's going <laughs> to You look like you're about to fucking roll over even in the tag. His dude. shit's like, I, I couldn't know. imagine your shit in the rubber. His shit's wild, dude. So, like, it's, like, it ridiculous. So, like, for me, it's mainly just, um, try, yeah, like, I almost need to wear a sissy strap is what I can tell dad. Like, <laughs> yes. it, they wear it in go-karts. It, you, you strap it to your shoulder and to your helmet. Mm-hmm. Like on the left side. Oh, to keep and your head lock, from it like locks like this, and then go karts like after the race you would lock it, and then after like after twenty five laps they would be all the way extended, and you still get <laughs> hold your head up. But like that's what you need for Springfield when I it do. locks down. Everyone does, dude. That is such a fucking like G forces. I I never thought G forces would be like that. You need to I go when I went to Eldora in my so like, you know like I'm I'm racing I'm I. I like to think that I'm racing kind of like for the iRacers in a way because like I, I grew up like I, I feel like I, I learned a lot on iRacing and that's what taught me how to race a lot IRL. Um, but when I raced Eldora, 
for the first well this year and i got i was lucky enough to go up there and race that like that was you ate dude <laughs> i'm telling you something whenever i hit the gas pedal of that place i was like i mean i've been around it you, you just got into it you said when you were 15 but like i've been around it my whole life and uh we've just been kind of you you i'm only a year and a half ahead of you i'd say and just the driving stuff um and being around in the, like actual driving the real race cars but driving at eldora man that was you, you just like you, you talk about g-forces and adrenaline you felt it man you, you barreled off and wanted to like i never lifted there granted like i've already raced with the car and i was comfortable with the car like, before mm-hmm. but like going into eldora like just burying it off on the cushion and wanted to and just full sending it i was like dude what a dream yeah and, dude, i think and like I know you you've now had a few nights and it felt like in a decent car. I still think the i racing stuff does compare. Does the patience compare? Absolutely not. The no. brake pedal you're learn you're now going to learn how important a brake pedal is and what I feel like I've said a lot to Nathan and like to everyone I've talked to like in this past year just talking about racing and people ask me like what I've learned this year just driving and what led to some more success and honestly the biggest thing was my left foot that like really? that, that that was the answer that that was once i learned like your breaking points and where you drag and where you need to jab and like there's just certain things like you can once you get more and more time in the car you'll start to feel that more natural like oh okay that's what that's supposed to do okay this is that's what's supposed to do and that's what like was really hard for me to learn at first because i was good on the top same way with how you're saying like because and I racing, we naturally want to charge the corner. And right. IRL, you can't charge the corner unless you're on top. So that's why I think if you went to Illinois, you know, you could bang the cushion, yeah. have some fun. I, I had a, I had it's, success it's, my first few year, year and a half, I'd say, on a cushion. And it took me a long time. I still haven't mastered the bottom yet. And I feel like I'm pretty good on the bottom now. But the bottom man, like in a real car, is no, you. I don't, it's you, you can't mock it on iRacing, right? Because if you actually did that on iRacing, you'd be like four. Uh, it wouldn't be close. You'd be six a second off, off the pace. Yeah, so, like I watched pace. Jason Fager's in car, dude, and like yeah. I'm just listening to that, and I'm like, he's lifting way fucking before I was. Yeah. Like I was lifting like in the corner, and he's lifting like halfway on the straightaway, and I'm like, yeah. okay, okay, I'm just fucking stupid, I guess. Yeah, there's well, there's been nights like even so like I'm gonna be mine. So like we, I only got like 400 horsepower, if that, with an open motor at, with the two barrel. Um, so like then there was a few nights like up at Adams County in Quincy, Illinois. But like you're never even over half throttle. Like it's and I was ringing around the top. Like it looked like I was full sending around that place. And well, I got GoPro footage of it. But like my dummy put a 256 gigabyte disc in it and you can't read it apparently <laughs> so like i screwed it but you can watch it on the gopro it's real cool but like you like you listen to it and i was telling dad i was like like you're not even on the gas like it's crazy how much like which i think iRacing helps relate to like the throttle control which is huge like mm-hmm. and just being able to like you'll learn to like whenever you're braking and like where you need your foot needs to be in the gas where it not like I'm still learning. Like you'll, you'll right. never, you'll, I don't, and I feel like you'll never master it. You'll never stop learning. That yeah. goes back yeah, to what I was saying earlier. Like, that's not the best thing about racing. It's like you never stop. Yeah, it's like with iRacing. Once you know everything, you know everything. But like, whenever 
with real life, it's just there's so much like that you can just build. Like you can like same thing with like Kevin Rumley. The motherfucker builds crazy shit that nobody's ever thought of. Yeah. And still I can't think of. Like they still don't understand how it works. Yeah. And so like yeah. that's just like it like I'm such a nerd for that shit. Cause like that's like mm, it makes my tummy t- tickle, bro. <laughs> like I just I just love learning that shit. I hear you, dude. Dude, so what uh are you are you planning on running the car anymore before you sell it or are you just gonna park it and until possibly it gets sold or you know what what's the deal there um there's not really nothing i mean there's not much left you know i'm sure i think the the last thing is that springfield race um and that's like supers with expensive shocks and expensive motor i'm like i'm just gonna chill it's like i might go watch um yeah but until until like I don't want to race a race that I know that my car can't compete in. Like if, if it's, it's, if it's different, if it's like a, a me thing and me learning that that's fine. But as long as I know I have the equipment that can do it, I'm all for racing, whatever I can race. Why don't but you if go I run the dome? That, <laughs> dude, I was talking so about that. I ain't taking my own shit to the dome. I'm too <laughs> poor for that. So like, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna keep it, unless somebody like for sure is like I'm gonna pay thirty four for it race ready. And uh, unless that, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just I'm gonna sell my backup motor, um, and just save for whatever I need for after next season. Um, because I don't like no disrespect to some of the people in this series, but like there's a lot of goofballs <laughs> in this series, so I don't want to buy like. A 2021 Longhorn or a brand new BMF, and then get it bent by something I can't control, especially. Dude, like, and you this know I get frustrated, and I bought my frame for like I know, I know it looks like I got nine. I bought my frame for 3,500 bucks. Mm-hmm. So like, and like I bent the front stub when I flipped it, low key, and it's kind of been <laughs> bent, been bent for a few wins, and yeah, it still works. I'm actually getting it unbent this week. Um, but like, that's where like, like me and dad have talked about like going to buy like an elite or something to race like a mods, like, man, it's, it's scary too. Cause it's scary. I just, to know, I just know damn well, some goofball, <laughs> like even like a lap car. Cause I've experienced it this year, you like expi- leading fucking races experienced it this year and lap cars just spinning out in front of you or just like, Oh, I would be yes, devastated. Dude, that's what my worry is. Because my whole plan with, like, selling this and buying the roller, like, a new chassis, was for the following year. That way I didn't have to buy one that year and I could just focus on motor and shocks, right? Instead of having to buy the whole program again. So that was, like, my main thing with buying that car. And now I'm kind of thinking, maybe I should just keep it. Maybe I should just keep it for this year. See how it is. Yeah, yeah. So... I'm going to keep it up for like a week and just, you know, just wait. Just but the announcement out now that you're, you're live in front of a thousand people, not a thousand, but what you, you, <laughs> like what you, yeah, <laughs> no. So 31. I have, uh, 31. I have two, two final uh, questions and they're group questions because they're questions that I get a lot. Um, and I think they're just good questions that people generally want to know. Uh, the first one is what equipment do we use for iRacing? Uh, I'll start. I use a custom built sim rig, uh, that I bought 
the plans for and then built out of wood by uh rick motek and then a single 30 inch uh, ultra wide monitor t300 wheel and tlcm pedals Kiefer, i use a uh i got the fan attack v3 pedals which is like in my opinion the only and the best thing to buy for i racing um got the cheapest wheel you can buy it's a thrustmaster t150 I race on a single monitor, 27 inch, but it is curved, so you know it's got that got a little bit kid. of a curve to it. Rich that is like a little bit of a curve. Curved, you know, like Always that's like curve. Yeah, like and the then, curve makes it feel like it's 40. Do you curve left or you curve right? Yeah, it's it's right. Hmm. I'm right-handed. I've always wondered if that's if it, that's correlated. It, it it's correlated. It is really. Yeah, it has to be. There's, All right. Well, what's your what's no. your answer, I su- Tanner? I'm telling you, because if you're, because so if you're like right-handed, you lift it up like it. There's math. Sorry. Mm-hmm. What's your there's answer, no Tanner? No shot. Uh, I got math. a GTR sim chassis. Um, don't buy it. <laughs> uh, I have Fanatec V3s, like you said. The best thing. The, pedals are the only thing you need. You I need guess a good setup. I need to get me some pedals. V3s. It, dude, if you get V3s, it is pedals, the only thing I tell people wheel. that you need on iRacing. You can run whatever wheel you want that you like. I don't mm. care what wheel you run, it, whatever you like. And then the pedals, V3s. That's but what, yeah, uh, what else, Tanner? Uh, I have a Moza R9 wheel, which Ooh, is good. good things. Yeah. They're really good. Uh, I have a 27 inch monitor, flat and single monitor, and that's it. Wow! Yeah. So I have so we're the same, but mine's curved. Mm. I I didn't say what what chair or simulator I have. I I did desk have a chair. cool desk chair. I had a desk chair for like three years. I think everyone's seen the infamous desk chair. Mm-hmm. I upgraded recently. This is new. Right, yeah, that's right. good. Yeah, this is. It's even fancier because you can lay back now. Yes. Wait, I sat in it. It's more. really nice. There's there's more. There's like, more. Look at this, look at this, yeah, it's got a little thing that comes yeah. out to kick your feet up. It's fucking sick. That's so hot, dude. No. Let lie. me tell you. Let me tell you. The retirement knife is nice. <laughs> wow. So next question, um, and this is another one that I think a lot of people want to know, especially for drivers on iRacing that are at the pro level, because they assume that all we do is iRacing, which for some people is true. It is, what yeah. do you do outside of iRacing and racing? So, like, if you take out real racing and iRacing, what is there to you? And my answer is a lot of sleep. I work, of course, work, sleep, uh, hang out with my wife Hannah, who's amazing, and we play Fortnite and Rocket League and and uh, sometimes Call of Duty, and that's like all the time. That's that's me. Uh, I do love Hannah. Okay. Who doesn't? Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Just the way you said that initially kind of threw me off. What's your, so what's your answer for? Hannah and Hannah's husband. There you go. Yeah. It's back on the car now. I don't know if you've seen it. It's back on the car now. I haven't seen it yet. So what, what do you do outside of racing and iRacing, Tanner? Um, I work. Hello. 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 Okay. Oh, my mommy was coming in to say hi. Oh, um, I work. Hi, mom. I work. Um, my dad just bought a store, so I help him with that. I sleep like three hours a night because I'm always 
trying to work on stuff and i just recently started working on cad trying to learn that stuff so it's uh, pretty cool cad is fun as fuck dude like i'm a nerd for that um i can't do it but i think it's really cool hmm. scroll on tinder <laughs> and watch porn every once in a while that's about it classic Jesus no cool. other yeah. games or anything uh i just started playing fortnite again yes my I man mean, everyone has my but, man og yeah. is back Dude, baby really like any racer that's like really into racing it's racing and work like that that's it yeah. that's yeah, kind of can we ask mine yeah no i don't nobody wants to know yours Kiefer. yeah i want to what's can yours? we ask mine what's yours Keith? i want to know yours. i already know right. the answer but all right so here's what i do i work and i race but I said outside so, of racing. You squid. So you work. I think about racing. <laughs> oh no, we. I, I. I. truly do think like my life revolves around racing a lot. Like most of the day, like me and dad are even at work. I'm on the phone with my father about race cars. And we're trying to always get better on that stuff. But outside of that, I'm an adventurer, low key. This could catch everyone off guard. I like. I like the. I like to kind of like kind of hike you know kind of like the wilderness kind of like the I, I enjoy mountains i'm actually headed out to colorado here in a few weeks um to the sand dunes to the national and i'm gonna go Ooh. sand sandboarding which i sounds let's go i and then we're all, i'm also gonna go to the denver uh airport denver, uh, no oh. the denver minnesota <laughs> football game at the mile high stadium but like i like football Football is probably like the biggest thing I do outside of racing and, and like out of life. Rocket and League adventure. And, and I do play some Rocket League. I do. I love the. I love Madden. I'm really good at Madden. I like to think I am. Um, I'm sure Augustine would like to. Uh, we've played. And how did we've that played. go? He's lost. Mm. Uh, he beat oh, me one game. He beat me the first game. I'm pretty sure. And then the next two, I think he scored a combined three touchdowns in the both two next two games. But wow. He did win the first one. He tried. He tried. But other than that, like, dude, it's pretty much football, racing. I like to travel. Like, if I'm not racing, which is rare, I feel like, I'm traveling to some wilderness probably with someone or to see friends or watching football. You know, I'm lame. Hell yeah. Well, Tanner, that's all I've got for you. Um, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, do you have anyone you'd like to give a shout out to before we let you go? Oh, dude, yeah. Let me get a list real quick. That'll right. be the longest shout out you've seen. I'm ready. We're ready all for right. it. Yeah, you know, shout the credit out to yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> shout out to you guys for all this, uh, giving us like a platform to talk on. Because you know the interviews only last like 30 seconds you know yeah you don't, no that's kind of how we think about that's it. that's what yeah like started you, this you whole don't thing. get to talk to that many you don't get to talk like this and i'm an attention whore so i like to talk <laughs> um chris hill over there uh jc floyd who's played a big part in everything and our recent success and or our higher success in like the last six months he's just kind of been like the backbone of just helping everybody he really has um he might not race very much but that motherfucker grinds dude um sessions austin sessions kent hunley uh jb craighead um dude there's so many people <laughs> steven gaines uh brody barbara chase barbara lucas rourke lucas rourke's helped out a ton too with testing and everything 
Um, Gage Stevens, always helping with designs. Um, Jesse Herthler, Eye Paints, always helping with designs as well. Everyone knows I'm a rap whore, so those are the main <laughs> yes. two. Those are the main two. Um, Ethan Toter, dude, Anthony Thompson. I'm going through the whole Discord right Just now. Just every, every driver like, on your team. Dude, everybody on my team. Because realistically, setup shops aren't setup shops without the people. They yep. really do. They are the success in a setup yeah. shop. They yeah. like it. I would say me, like the owner and builder, the website and the people, the people are 70% of the success. Yeah. And that is fucking massive. Everybody yeah. I'm forgetting, dude. There's so many of them. Yeah. And uh, well, we, I have one more question before, yeah, before we uh, all sign off. I, I saw it on Facebook earlier. Dylan Wilson wants to know why your number is an upside down 60. <laughs> why is it an upside down 60? Yeah, that's, I believe that's what I, for my reference. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to know why it's so, an upside down 60. Every time I offered a 69 with Dylan Wilson, he always <laughs> declined it. So I just had to throw a zero at the end and I don't like the number 60. So I flipped it around to 09. Well, you did it to where if you look at it upside down, you see the six. But if you look at it straight side, you see the nine. You see the nine. It's a hidden message because it really is a hidden message from all the times I've asked Ellen Wilson if he wants a 69, and he always declines. Because if you just like flip flop, it is, you know? It is. It is a 69. It's a little right. secret right there. Well, all right. Well, that's uh, that's Tanner Tomasi again. Thank you so much for coming on. That's thank the uh, the thank owner and builder for Speed Ranch, man. Uh, congrats again on the the third place at the frenzy. And uh, thanks sure for the we'll, third, man. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll be seeing you on the track sometime. All right, we'll see you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Later. All right, well, that was Tanner Tomasi. Uh, wow, another great guest, dude. We just keep getting these great guests. I cannot believe you have worn those sunglasses this entire fucking episode. And you're just now taking them off. Holy cow. Wow, you can see something other than the color pink. I didn't realize. <laughs> you fucking... Oh, I your eyes are... Like, I didn't... Wow. You, your eyes just eventually adjusted to it. Wow. So... Big weekend coming up. You're coming over. Kiefer is coming to Friendsgiving at the Waddell uh, establishment. I was to think, well, I was trying to think of something that started with W, but uh, Kiefer's coming to uh, to the Waddell household for for Friendsgiving. Are you excited? I feel like you're excited. Well, I am excited. I'm uh. Somebody said I can't forget the backflip. <laughs> oh, we're we're not gonna forget the flip. Oh, he wants me to do a backflip off the bed. <laughs> oh fuck! I want him to be able uh, to come over for Friendsgiving this weekend. He can't do that if he has a broken neck. So I'm ready, ready for a weekend away. Had a rough weekend last weekend at Clarksville. Just problems. Uh, ready to see you guys. I'm ready to eat some good food. Yes. Ready, ready to. We're ready to smoke some beers. Smoke some beers, baby. We're, I'm ready. I'm ready to inhale a few sub some. Alcohol and some pulled pork and some ribs, you know, some mac and cheese, and then uh, do another podcast. Another, <laughs> do another podcast, and then uh, we got big week next week. We got Thanksgiving coming up soon. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Weather's been nice. It you has know, been. It's good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. Well, 
Uh, I'll, I'll let you send us off here right quick with the, with the classic. Go ahead, do it. Oh, dude, I got you. You got it. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Kiefer is lining up. And there it is. Sticks it. Beautiful. Puts the hat back on. I feel like I really got some air. I think you really did. We'll have to get a slow-mo replay of that. Yeah. Um, chat, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Uh, if you made it this far uh, when, on the replay, thank you so much. Uh, again, that'll do it for this episode of the Plum Wild Podcast. Thanks again to House of Speed for sponsoring uh, tonight's episode. Don't forget to use code PLUMWILD15 for 15% off at checkout uh, for myself and Damian Kiefer. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you right back here in the next one. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.